we can call audio. audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in. What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem you ever found, check your grounds. It's show about to start. Start. Tune in, 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 tune in. This week in car audio. Sorry, that was my fault. Uh, once again, we're going to try this again. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton. Uh, my guests this week are Brian Nyman and uh, Chris Gregory. Chris Gregory, a judge and competitor back on the East Coast. Brian Nyman, as you guys all know. Uh, sorry about the no audio. I just forgot to unclick it. I was a little befuddled here today. Um, can't get a hold of... Uh, of Lucky, hope everything's all good with him. So, um, uh, right here, Ju uh, Mr. Gregory, can you uh, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, and stuff like that? Uh, well, uh, first of all, I want to thank you for you know inviting me to be on the show. Uh, we watch it a lot out here on the East Coast, uh, but uh, mainly um, I've been doing karate. I am 48 now. I started when I was 18. Um, started competing heavily uh, around 98. Um, my DB drag stats go back to 98. Um, I took a break for a little while, to be honest with you. Uh, helped build Mecca. Worked with Steve Stern for a very long time. And about, I'd say, eight years ago, got back into DB drag racing through base race. And um, we didn't have anybody hosting events in this area, you know, except one or two, um, you know, events that we got lucky that someone showed up at. So myself, a uh, gentleman named Gary Fletcher, I think a lot of people might know him, uh, DB Revolution Gary, and uh, Mike Smiley. We started hosting our own 1Xs, and uh, they took off with minimal success, but, you know, we kept them going. Uh, we qualified people. We helped get people qualified for finals. Mm -hmm. And uh, Mike kind of got out, stepped out of it for a little while, and I kept it going and been doing it ever since. Uh, we host events out here just simply because 
we don't, besides uh, Jeremy Creamer down in uh, South Alabama, which is like at least a minimum of 10 hours away from us. Ah, it's right down the street. In the street. middle of Tennessee. Yeah, it's just right down the street. So, <laughs> uh, so uh, you know, I, I took a, we started judging 1Xs, and uh, I'm proud to say that over the last couple of years, we have sent, I'd say, at least 10 to 15 people to finals, whether it be the Unified Finals, whether it be East Coast Finals. Um, and last year was probably what I'd like to say was our most successful year at the Eastern Finals. Uh, we uh, crowned three base race champions, uh, two Cyclone Demo champions, uh, power, uh, Trump 5K champion. And I think that's it from our area that, that we had last, this, this coming last year. So, oh, no, and uh, I'm sorry, Jay Coe. Uh, yeah, with the uh, with his uh, SS five plus. There you go. Hey, so, Nyman, can you hear us? Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. I just sorry about that, Greg, Mr. Gregory. Uh, I just wanted to make sure Nyman was with us here. So okay. So can you hear me? So, oh yeah, we can hear you fine, sir. So how many uh, total competitors was that that you guys got to send to World Finals? Um, I would say at least. This year, I think we sent 15. Okay. That's awesome. Uh, that That's really good. Uh, we only sent one from the West Coast back east, so but we still had uh, – Yeah, and I loved you, man. He, you sent the party, man, dude. We, we Moses is the man. <laughs> so, uh, so I – Moses was – um, I will dude, tell he, you, he, he, he showed what the West Coast was. Yeah, so so I will tell you. He's um, a good dude. You, he is. With uh, Pop-Tart coming out here and uh, Rob Collar and all that, uh, you're going to see a lot more of our guys back east next year. So, um, at the World Finals. I just, I think that's, um, it was a good show of faith, you guys coming out this way and showing respect to our competitors, saying, hey, you guys are worthy of us coming out there. First time ever anybody's ever came from the East Coast to the West Coast to compete, uh, as far as World Finals is uh, concerned. So that was awesome, you guys. Um, obviously, the representatives you had out here, uh, Pop-Tart and um, uh, Gracie and, you know, Gracie's dad mm -hmm. and um, Caller. You know, that, that was a very good representation of you guys. I mean, they, they, um, they held it down well for you guys. I will say that. I had a good time with all of them. Oh, yeah. So, so Me tell and Gracie, us, so we practiced for a while the night before World Finals. Yeah, that was kind of fun. Yeah, most most people don't realize, and and I can't say this enough. I mean, she started in July. <laughs> right. She, she literally showed fast. up at one of our shows. Yeah, and she came up fast, and we were nothing but proud of her that she represented, you know, the East Coast, um, and you know we were. We were just excited that she had the opportunity to go out there, that you guys showed us love out there. You know, there, there was her nothing dad, but, you know, awesome people to meet. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah Joe was just – Yeah. So, so one thing I will definitely yeah, tell you guys about, um, uh, like I said, Grace did a great thing. Moses, he started in August and, or uh, June, July. No, he started in July. So he started in July and was able to get his points in July, August, and September to make it to World Finals at both locations. So um, him and his lady did a great job, to, you know. If I had He's my Honda back in the day, I would have did that. Yes, you would have. <laughs> <laughs> 
the biggest thing about Moses that I that I liked so much was he really represented what the sport is about. You know, it's having just, fun. It's about fun. Yeah, it's about having fun. Win or lose, as long as you have a good time and represent yourself, that's what matters. Yeah. And you know, win, and win or lose, he had a great time. Oh yeah. You know, and we enjoy competing against him. Yep. And, and once oh, yeah. he figures this stuff out. Um, I've used, so we have a little thing back here we call Beat the Boss. Um, and uh, so these guys get to go against me if you win your class, right? And I just use whatever car's in the lane. Well, Moses has got a handful of seconds, and I've used his truck to uh, to compete and do base race with it. Dude, if he figures that truck out, that truck is smooth. I was able to hold 9.9 uh, .9 for about 15 seconds one time in his truck. So That's impressive. Yeah, so, and I don't ever do, I don't practice base race. I, I, I mean, other than beat the boss, I've never base raced in the lines. So You beat me. Did I? Once. See? At my, at my shop. <laughs> so, that's cool. Then you, you went on to win the whole thing, too, with Ricky's truck. Did I? <laughs> yeah. See? Um, uh. But, uh, so... Chris, tell us about your uh, event you had this weekend. Last weekend, I saw uh, Celise made a post about it. Yeah, we uh, we do our Toys for Tots event every year. This is our ninth one. Um, this is, to be honest with you, the first year that we uh, stood alone. Uh, it was only DB Drag Racing. Um, so I, I was very I was dumbfounded on the turnout that we had, and um, you know we do. Alfred, every event except for bagger beats um you know it's just it's started to get cold here already so we weren't we didn't get any motorcycles out here uh but we offered every event mm -hmm. and we had you know competitors doing all five events right um just you know just to, and, and we you know we do freestyle out here um you know you know wayne created a great or great thing with freestyle it gives us the ability to fill the uh, what i consider the gaps you know that you know the, the, you know you, you cater to your crowd as you know doug yes sir. you know sometimes you know if, if you got a little bit of a gap that's what he made freestyle for so we ha we use freestyle um to fill a gap that we don't have but it was just awesome we had i mean i think to be honest with you it was probably about 35 cars mm -hmm. but i guarantee you we put that sensor in over probably 130 times <laughs> yeah it so said i believe it said he had 70 entries so yeah roughly yeah so and, that, and that was just and that was just on the fly to be honest with you i didn't really count it oh okay. so but i mean i'm salisha's kind of asked me and that was a guess okay. so um but we uh we had a great time as always toys for tots is very important to us because mm -hmm. i've always believed that um you know no child should ever wake up on christmas morning without a gift I just I just think that should never happen. So um, Toys for Tots means a lot to us, and um, it came out in full force. Uh, the competitors in Middle Tennessee, we had some from Southern Kentucky come in, uh, Northern Alabama, from just all over the all over, and had a great event. Um, had ten one twenty nine nine base racers, which uh, you know you we love that. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, uh, and uh, unfortunately My enough, they weren't two newcomers. Okay. But uh, but they're already itching to get back in. They're like, "What did I do wrong? How do I fix this?" So so, so how many did you have in the thirty nine nine? We had six and thirty nine nine. So so may I make a suggestion to you? 
So if that sure. if that at a one X event, if that arises again, uh, what I like to do is allow those two people that kicked out of the twenty nine nine an opportunity to try and qualify for thirty nine nine. And then this way they I have was, an opportunity to run. Especially new. I guys. was gonna give that I saw that and unfortunately both vehicles wouldn't have made it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that that's the bad part. So uh, I've got a lot. My, my whole deal is what what how I advertise base race is mm -hmm. simply put, it is the most affordable means of car radio competition. I have a lot of people that will show up in base race with a five hundred dollar build. Yeah, and easy. that's what I want. I mean, I mean, you I won slamology two years in a row. Yeah, I won slam two years in a row with a five hundred dollar build in my wife's car. I use the cheapest base knob on the market, and I won a world championship. Right. Instead of buying these yeah, overrated I mean, ones. And, and then we had CJ. That's what base race is all about. Yeah, we had CJ DeWitt on here. He was a, a national champion at 17 in base race. Oh, yeah. He used, yeah, I base raced him that year. He, uh, him and I, him and I went rounds. Uh, and he's sitting over there with a cell phone and a base knob hanging out the window. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah, him and I went rounds. So, yeah, I know CJ very well. Yeah. Um, so, 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 so you guys had roughly seventy competitors. I what I see ten boxes mm -hmm. of toys. Nice. Uh, yes, sir, and uh, two bikes and three tricycles that were not pictured. Okay. So, I do. We do. We do. Our basically what 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 we do around here is my company that I work for. We do a toys for tots drive, mm -hmm. and then we do the the show is the culmination of that drive. So. We raised 15 boxes between my company and the show. That's awesome. And That's it. and three bicycles. So. Okay, so what, what charity did you end up uh, putting that in? We have a, we have a uh, Toys for Tots branch that's local to us that's okay. ran by Vietnam veterans in Wilson County. Okay. So they handle a lot of the distribution for me and everything. So I've been working with them for the past three years. Um, and love working with them that, you know, they, they come out, uh, they're very, they come out and just collect everything. Uh, we usually end up helping them take them to different places, but it's that they do a really good screening process, uh, you know, and take good care of the pro take good care of the toys and they provide the boxes every year. They're just good people. That's awesome. And like I said, I, I have the highest respect for our oh. veterans. Yeah. So, so, so do we, uh, especially me, my, my family's, uh, heavily veteran, um, I, I'm one of probably less than 5% of my family that isn't military. doesn't matter male, female. Uh, my family's very high, I mean, very entrenched in the military. My nephews, my nieces, my cousins, my aunts and uncle. Yeah, I mean, everybody's in the military. Um, so I have pretty high reverence. Uh, we have an issue out here in, in Sacramento. They don't have a Toys for Tots location in Sacramento. So, uh, Nyman, would you like to share with them what you do with the toys? Basically, we take them to the Sacramento Children's Home. All these kids don't have parents to begin with, so they wake up with nothing every day. Right. And then the other half, we take over to the uh, Shriners Hospital, and we donate to them the rest. And any money we make, we take to, like, the battered women's uh, shelters our mom donates it to. Yep. So, so I mean, we like, so, to, we like to give all back locally as much as we can. Yep, and so you know, we're and we're the there. same way. Yeah, so where they raise their money is uh, Pep Boys, Napa, 
Um, and and they have actually a um, their their company. How long has your mom's shop been there, Nyman? Thirty-three years. So so they're entrenched into the community, and so they get tons and tons of support from Walmart. I mean, you name it. Uh, they they provide uh, uh, things for auction, and, and I'm not kidding you. So they got this big regular standard roll-up door, right? You know, 10 foot wide by 10 foot tall, and when they open that thing up, that's probably three feet deep, 10, 12 foot high with just stuff for the auction for the raffle, uh, and then they take that and they that's where they give the money, and that's uh, goes to the battered women's shelter, which is freaking awesome. We get a uh, yeah, that's that's. We we have a, a lot of the car stereo shops out here too that also donate. Uh, Ardenaudio, Dia, and all them, uh, Barrow. There's a bunch of them out here. They all donate a bunch of amps, door speakers, amp wiring kits, just all kinds of random stuff you get. You know what I mean? Just, but it's cool that they donate it all back to the raffle for all these guys. They can win everything for a dollar. <laughs> so, so Nyman, are you are you at your house? Or are you at the shop? Yeah, I'm at my shop. Okay, hey, is your mom around, or did she already go home for the day? No, I'm at mine. Oh, your shop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, I was just going to say, if your mom was around, pull her on real quick. Uh, his his mom, uh, she's awesome. She uh, She's Mrs. Claus some years. Other years, it's uh, that other lady. Uh, I don't, oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we fired her. Oh, you she fired gone. her? She gone? <laughs> my, my, da hey, my dad will be dressing up like Santa so they can yep. take pictures. They set up like a whole booth thing they can go sit in, and it's pretty cool. They like My mom and dad love getting back into this stuff, so yep. I don't know. Oh, I, I don't blame them. I don't blame them. Yeah. My dad gets back goofy all day, so he loves it. <laughs> yeah, so this is their 12th consecutive year. COVID didn't even stop us with the Toys for Tots. Um, Nyman was actually the one we were, we, I, I believe we held, um, uh, we held a Toys for Tots there two years in a row. And, uh, then I called up Wayne and said, Hey Wayne, you know, this is a good deal. What do you think? Uh, can, can we start like with all of the other Toys for Tots that are possibly going on? Can we do a, some kind of deal where you that half fee or something like that? And Wayne, Wayne says, well, let me think about it. And he comes back, you know, a couple weeks later and just goes, hey, hey check this out. Is long, same, same requirements as he does that now is you have to take pictures of the toys. They have to go to a charity. You cannot collect any uh, money uh, from the competitors. Uh, he does a, a raffle. I collect zero dollars. As a judge, I can't get paid to do the event. Um, you'd have to have fo promotional photos of all the toys and all the stuff. So with all those requirements, they cover the fee uh, as long as the shop is done. I think it's two one uh, X events throughout the year. So I do a bunch. You, you do a few at your shop. Yeah. <laughs> 2x, 3x, all kinds of stuff goes on there. Yeah. So with that being said, I mean, that's how the um, DB Drag through uh, or the the uh, Toys for Tots thing through DB Drag kind of got started is that way, you know. So that that's awesome. Um, I love what you guys are doing. So you said you actually have the Marines. They come out and uh, they bring out the Hummer or something and, and mingle amongst the crowd. Or what do you guys have out there, Chris? Unfortunately, we don't have the Marines come out. What we, what the group I work with, they're retired uh, Vietnam veterans. Okay. Uh, so you know they're they're retired. They don't have their Hummer. They got their pickup trucks with a pretty big <laughs> enclosed trailer. So uh, what what we do is uh, my my son um, 
who we, uh, if you look in the pictures on the article, he's the one in the pink bunny outfit, by the way. Uh, you guys do beat the boss man. Uh, we do beat the beat uh, beat the pink bunny. So uh, <laughs> at our toys for tots event. But uh, now we we use the uh, uh, Lebanon bowling alley as a collection point. Uh, Pro Bowl. He's the one that actually the manager actually introduced me to the Vietnam Veterans Organization that does it. And um, we do a collection. We we just collect them all there. I've got a picture of all 15 of them, oh, all cool. boxes sitting there. And we don't have a picture, unfortunately, of the bikes. They were out of the picture at the time. But our goal has always been a joke is um, this is a small bowling alley, 16 mm-hmm. lanes. Last year we put a box in front of every lane and still had two left. Okay. So this year our final goal is to put a box in front of each lane and put a bike with it as well. Oh, awesome. So, and we're already pretty much and we're pretty much at that goal. So so you work at so, a bowling alley? Uh no, I actually oh. my son was a high school bowler. Okay. And uh pretty much he we yeah, if you got a if you know anything about bowling, which I think you do, I think you are an avid bowler, aren't you? Just a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Hustler. So, uh, my son Yeah, my son bowls at Cumber for Cumberland University now. Okay. But uh for 4 years of his life, we spent we pretty much lived at Pro Bowl in Lebanon, Tennessee, because he bowled for the high school. So, yeah, I might as well have worked there. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I do all right. I make I make about twenty thousand profit a year bowling, so I'm not horrible. Yeah, so, you, yeah. <laughs> so you do a little bit better than he does. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm running out of people to bowl against out here in the the. I would say within about 150 miles of me, uh, I'm I don't have a lot of people that are willing to bowl me for money anymore. So. Um, I got to expand my. I, uh, I got to expand my horizons. I uh, might have to come out your way and uh, and and spend some money out that way. You know. <laughs> we 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 got a few people. As a matter, as a matter of fact, I think uh, next year, if uh, if finals are split again due to COVID or whatever, uh, you're going to see a lot more East Coast people. We're, we've all decided we're making the trip. And I think that's I great. See what you, That'll be fun. Yeah, I would have. I would have. I would have actually flown out with Pop-Tart myself this year, but my wife had literally surgery scheduled that weekend. And I was like, yeah, that's something I don't think I could have missed. So. <laughs> no, you could have, yeah. but you wouldn't have had a home to come home to. Exactly. So. I do miss making the trips back there to the Back East World Finals. I've yep. done a bunch of those. He has. That's, it's, always, it's always an adventure, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and that's, and that's everybody, something we're everybody back we're, there showed me pure love when I was there too. So it was like, you know, what I mean, it's always a good feeling. Oh, I can't, I can't say enough. I mean, I got phone calls from Joe Pop Tart, um, you know, and I've known Pop Tart for God almost fifteen, twenty years, and uh, you know, they were all they kept talking about was, dude, these guys are great, man. These guys are cool, man. They, they, you know, they took us to dinner. They, you know, they gave us a place to stay. I mean, it was just like. You know, they, I mean, because you know, I think Joe and Gracie came out there with like a hundred dollars to their name, mm-hmm. and yeah, they got was fine all weekend long. Yeah, people people showed them love, and that's you know, and that's that's all that matters to me. You know, Rick Garcia so, and Ricky Garcia fed them and let them use the truck so she could base race and stuff. Yep. You know, that's how it is with with anybody oh, yeah. out here. Really, we all share out here. You know, for the most part, we get along. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
I mean, we are, every family's got its own little, you know, problems here and there. You got the little grudge matches, you know, in your classes and stuff. But yeah. It's all fun. Yep. We have a good time. Oh, yeah. David and I go at each other all the time. David McKay. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah. we'll, we'll give each other grief so bad. <laughs> so I think we're, I think he's one up on me right now, so. All right. So, so okay. So, um, Nyman's thing. Like I said, uh, one other thing for you people that are watching here right now, live or listening on uh, iHeart or um, Spotify. Spotify is where I'm getting half over half my downloads now. So, but if you guys are listening back uh, to the uh, afterwards. Remember, you can go to Sonic FX on Facebook, and I broadcast all my events live on Sonic FX. So, um, uh, you know what, Greg uh, or Chris, uh, if you could uh, just hit mute, except for when you're ready to talk, because uh, you got a lot of bad feedback. There we go. That's going to be helpful. So when you're ready to talk, just unmute. Um, but anyway, so uh, if you guys are watching this uh, back or later on, whatever, remember, you can go to Sonic FX on Facebook. And once you're on Sonic FX, uh, every event I do, I do a live uh, broadcast of the event. So you see the whole thing uh, as soon as we go to brackets. So that I'll do a DB drag, then I'll cut it and I'll do a base race. I'll cut it and I'll do a top dog. Uh, plus, I also broadcast each and every one of the uh, Cyclone runs. Or uh, I think I may even do the... Um, uh, what's it called? The uh, the one you did, freestyle, freestyle. I may even do the freestyle runs this time. Typically, I don't do the freestyle runs. So, um, but anyway, Diamond, why don't you tell us about your event uh, date, time, all that stuff? Uh, some of the stuff we expect to see there. Uh, December twelfth, Sunday starts at ten in the morning. Roll in. I mean, we got people bringing like funny cars out there, and they'll be there at like eight o'clock in the morning setting up. And my parents will all be setting up all the other stuff trying to get everything ready for everybody and so Doug can get his stuff set up and it's going to be a lot of people it's going to be like a little madhouse for the day so just yep. kind of run with it yep. I got my family there working the bathroom finally so I can actually compete <laughs> <laughs> um, I usually hire a mil I have to hire Emiliano's sister to watch the door so I can go compete <laughs> yeah or I'll get heat or I'll get I'll get DQ'd <laughs> hey I don't I don't screw around with that man when it's your time to go you got to be there. Uh, I hear you calling when I'm stuck over there, and I'm like, so I had to pay her, like, I mean, I don't think it was like $100 worth of uh, raising cane. <laughs> so I'm stuck paying that bill off with her for a while. Right now, I got like eight more dinners I owe her. Um, uh, <laughs> no, what that's I, a good time at our show. Yeah. So uh, real quick, uh, anybody watching, listening to this, hit me up, text me, whatever you can do. Um but please, uh, I could use some help this weekend. I have nobody helping me. I would really like two people. The people I pay to do it, they are young people, and uh, they don't like to get up early. And if they're not getting paid, they really ain't getting up early to drive out to uh, Sacramento for the day. So um, if there's somebody that would like to help or you know, uh, help run the microphones or help put microphones in the car or run the computer, I could really use the help uh, come Sunday because I have a feeling uh, with the uh, advent uh, adding the in the uh, freestyle, man, I think we're going to have a lot of entries. So What is that class about? Okay, so uh, Chris, you want to tell him about freestyle and how it works? You got to hit that. There you go. Yeah, there we go. 
so basically, uh, freestyle was something that Wayne came up with um, this year to try to draw in some of the competitors that, you know, they, they, the bracketing kind of scares them. Uh, right. They don't like the idea of the brackets. Uh, they just want to pull up, pay their money, put down their number, and, you know, go goof off in the parking lot or whatever. So um, it's not – it's a – it's got a few basic rules. Uh, most people, most promoters follow the classes of um, of the standard DB drag racing rules. Uh, there is some flexibility in there. Um, what I do in my area is um, – we do a 30-second music average because I thought that's what we were missing in our area. But it's left right. up to the event promoter if they want to they use it as a burp class. Uh, the sensor goes pretty much in the kick panel. That's where most people are putting it. Uh, driver's door goes wide open, and you run two runs back-to-back. Yep. Doesn't matter what so, frequencies or – So for them, it's music. Now – uh, for us, mm-hmm. we do frequencies, okay? So, and then here's the other thing, too, is um, I only do two classes. I do Super Street, um, uh, Super Street No Limit, and um, uh, Street Stock No Limit. So if you're in a Street Stock class, you'll be in the Street Stock No Limit. You know, if your car's all standard interior. If not, you're just going to be Super Street. Uh, like I said, this is just for charity. It's a way for people to get involved to see where their numbers are and see how loud they can be. What does that fall in? Well, because you don't have any back seats and whatnot, you would be the Super Street. It didn't come with them. It's factory. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's factory, no back seats. All it came right. With a battery all bank. Right. It, came, it came with a battery bank all the way across the back, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Chevy Tahoe's. It oh. is. <laughs> How about any Tahoe's out your way, Chris? Do they come standard without back seats? Uh, Sorry. Most of them that I've seen, um, yeah, pretty much. I think it's a standard <laughs> thing nowadays. I'm, I think when you go buy a Tahoe nowadays, you go buy the Car Audio Tahoe Edition, just like the uh, <laughs> oh, like Southern that. Comfort Edition or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, they are. Uh, I yeah, do have we the have the back and everything for it. Yeah, but <laughs> but they've been out for a long time. For. So, hey, Chris, and, before you mute. Uh, tell me, um, so what's your favorite show you've ever been to? Um, the most relaxing, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, is was this last batch of finals. Um, but uh, as far as the biggest event, Slamology is by far just, I mean, it's just crazy. And it's probably one of the best events I've been to in a long time. I love Slamology. I missed last year, and I, 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 that was the joke. Was I missed last year, the first year you came out there and judged that I was, and I missed it. So <laughs> I didn't get a chance to meet you or anything. I didn't. I mean, we met it at uh, at East East Coast Finals, yeah. but uh, yeah, East Coast Finals. I really enjoyed it because, I mean, the attendance wasn't as large as some other finals, but I just felt like it was it was really laid back, and also the the word of mouth. I mean, people were coming over to me. You know, people that uh, you know had been asking me about DB drag racing and such. They were coming up to me at finals and was like, "Dude, y'all got this not locked down." I mean, you know, Jeremy's out there. He's got the double monitors, the PA, the checkerboard. You know, he's like, you know, y'all got this locked down. Y'all know what y'all are doing. Yeah. This is professional. This is nice. Mm-hmm. And it just it made me feel great to know that you know I'm part of a group. You know, part of an organization hosting events, people think about like this. 
It made me want to step yeah. my game up. Yep. Oh, so, yeah, so Jeremy has a really nice setup, too. Um, mine's slightly different. I have a full, uh, I don't know if you've seen mine or not, but I got a stage and some blue towers and multiple TV. I got three 50-inch TVs we use. Um, so, you know, it's we try to be I, – I, I went with the checkered flags for a short time. I did, really didn't like the way that looked. It didn't fit what I was doing. Um, which is fine, mm -hmm. and um, but the product I deliver is just slightly different. Um, but the big difference in mine and anybody else's show that you go to, which I'm sure Gracie and Joe can tell you about, is um, my interaction on the mic. So, oh, yeah. The auctioneer. Yep. That's what we describe him as, an auctioneer. <laughs> and he'll, he knows your stats, yep. too, like a, like a uh, baseball card collector. You know what I mean? They read the back. So. Yep. But he makes everybody and that's something good. I want from beginning to like me being in it forever. He he hypes everybody up. So it's fun when you do pull up in the lanes because it's like going into an MMA fight real quick with that one announcer. Yeah. And that's something yeah. I'm looking forward to trying to get back into doing. I used to be able to, but uh, my judging staff has dropped a little bit. But now I've got two more. David McKay is going to step up and help me a little bit more. That's and I've got said. another friend of mine coming back. So. I should be able to just, you know, I'm hoping to be able to kind of do what you do, Doug, out there, trying to talk to the competitors, mm -hmm. you know, do a little bit more live feed, show people what we're about. Yeah. So, so for me personally, the reason I do what I do, and it, and it, and I'm not trying to be somebody special or any of that stuff, but the whole reason You've been I that do way it, since I've known you, right? It, well, because I take this as. Uh, my perception of what I'm supposed to be doing there is I am putting on a show. I am a performer and I'm putting on a show and if I make Nyman or Gracie or anybody else feel like they're special when they're in the lanes, the chances of them coming back are high, much higher probability of it. Uh, Autorama 2006 yep. when I came in with yep. this. I beat all the other people, Timmy, all them, remember? And old man Mike came over and told me like 10 seconds how to base race and I just went, next thing you know, I was looking for his shows everywhere. <laughs> and I went everywhere, literally. Yes, he did. So, so, I mean, it stuck me in just like that because I was like, oh, this is fun. You know, yep. it's not just go oh, out, do your score, and then go park. It's like it's the head-to-head -head I like. Yep. You know what I mean? It can go I tell people all the time. Anyway. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, base race can I go anyway. I tell people all the time. one-sided, you yep. know? Yeah. I tell people all the time that once they do it once, they're going to be addicted. And everybody's yeah. like, no, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong. And they do it once, and they're addicted. Oh, absolutely. Like, I don't disrespect DB Drag because, you know, that's a, lot, that's a lot of skill they do building those cars like that. But to me, I don't know. I just – I like the more competitive, like the – that thousands of attempts can change. Like it has at me on me in World Finals. Last second, it went 130, 129. I was like, damn. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I looked oh, at the I dude in Brazil. The guy in Brazil was only doing a 126. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was the Oklahoma. That yeah. was fun. No, so so that's the thing, too, is I tell everybody, um, uh, base race, top dog, all that stuff like that is strongly, is, is the new guy wins all the time. 
Um, because Chris Jenner, he came up this year. Oh, Chris Jenner came hard. You know, that guy just killed (laughs) it this year. Hey, by the way, we got, uh, Rodney flowers, uh, Fowler watching along with pop tart pop tarts in the chat there. So I seen him watch pop tart. Um, over on the other side here on YouTube, we got, uh, Stefan Talbot and, uh, Woody, Woody McDonald. I see them two on here. So if you guys want to be recognized for what you're doing up here, uh, just hit us with a hello or where you're from and tell us what you're doing while you're watching this. Uh, we like to see all this stuff. Remember to hit the like button. If you like what you're seeing here, remember to hit the like button, hit the slam, the heart, slam, the thumbs up. And if you're on Facebook, uh, remember, hit that angry button. For some reason, the uh, yeah, that's right. The, for some reason, whatever the uh, the algorithm loves the angry button. For uh, it's some stuff I learned by watching and trying to learn. Like I said, I want to make this thing better. I want to make it uh, so that it's just universal. Everybody knows who we are. Everybody knows what we do. Uh, I want to make you guys rock stars. Um, you know, that's been my mo since the beginning. Uh, I started with um, Steve Mead. I wanted that guy to be the rock star of the rock stars, and I would really push him at the shows, and he had this website going, and then he started making stuff. and (laughs) So Steve Mead, and then I went from Steve, I went to Gary Killian. Gary Killian just destroying it out there, right? So he's doing all this stuff. Um, And, you know, and and these are really good people that, I mean, they're super helpful. They're going to do what they can, and I think they're good ambassadors for the sport. Then we moved on, and right now Lucky's doing just, phenomenal things to the sport with his videos and uh whatnot you know he's got a lot of people involved and it is freaking awesome so that's i want you guys to be the stars i'm just here to promote who you guys are i don't i've never asked a single person to change who they are i want them because if i ask nyman to change who he is to fit what i want (laughs) to see in the lanes He's going to be nah. disingenuous, right? Well, well, the facts are you're going to be disingenuous, and people see right. through disingenuous, you know, people that aren't genuine. And I want people I to see that. the genuine people, you know? You know, how many people have I taught in the same day, and they beat me and beat oh. the whole class in the same day? Oh, yeah, all the time. I right. mean, tons of them, and that's the fun part about it sometimes. I did get burnt out because it sucks me away from what I'm trying to do, but um, – <laughs> I've seen a lot of people come back and come back and like Chris Jenner's, you know, when I had to go in the 39 at world finals, mm-hmm. that dude had me nervous. Hell, I jumped out, <laughs> broke the remote wire off my deck to the amp. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, you know, I mean, it was, it was good times. The, the adrenaline out of that was the best. You know what I mean? Whether I was going to win or lose. Okay. Um, so Chris, do you guys, uh, where are you guys at with top dog? Cause I didn't see much top dog back, uh, back East. Um, we, we were basically, I, I tried to get a few people involved in it. Um, a lot of people still don't understand it. And, um, I kind of got a little bit more focused. I got a lot more people, a little bit more focused on base race. So my thought process was, let me build a base race team, mm-hmm. which I think I did. You know, we, we took, uh, at Eastern, we were, uh, all three, first, second and third and 29 were all Tennessee base racers, mm-hmm. you know, I, so, and uh, we just, to be honest with you, just didn't take the time. David, who, you know, he's, you know, he was the national champion uh, two years ago, you know, and uh, he just, did, just didn't take the time. Um, I took enough, I took the time, but just really didn't take it probably as seriously as I should. Um, I ran against uh, uh, Jimbo. Uh, oh, yeah, that's a tough and, one. And, and, 
<laughs> that's a tough yeah. one. Not to mention the fact that you know that's that's Jimbo's my boy. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he he may be Canadian, you know, he may be Ray's son, but when he comes down to the East Coast, he becomes our, you know, he becomes our kid, man. I mean, it's mm. David calls him the little spoon. I don't know what that's about, but I'm gonna leave that alone. <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, I mean, I I love Jimbo and Ray to death. You know, we were working on his. I mean, literally, he stomped me in top dog, one top dog. I'm giving him high fives, you know, you know, good job, great job. Friday night, we're working on his blazer. You know, while everybody else is out there eating barbecue, we're in there duct taping things in the blazer because he broke something, you know, <laughs> and that's just because that's that, you know, those guys are great. Yep. And yeah. so, but now I, I really just, um, I got a lot of interest in it this year. Uh, we actually had three people do it at, um, at Toys for Tots. Okay. So, uh, uh, as a matter of fact, the East, East Coast uh, champion, Jeremy Scoggin, actually beat us all. Yeah, he's watching us right so now. He he's took, timed into the yeah. uh, chat a couple yeah. of times here. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you all something about him, man. I mean, if you've ever met someone that when they base race, and literally I call him Ice, because when he base races, if you watch him, it's just it's like he just sits there. And it's like nothing gets to him, and he just does his thing. Well, so you know, did, did you hear? I, I say you say you've watched the show a few times. You hear Lucky ever talk about base racing Nyman, and Nyman's in there sitting there uh, smoking I'll be and eating, eating nachos, and he's like, "Oh, you guys ready to go? Food. Okay." <laughs> I'm over there just playing around, like doing it, and I'll just—I don't know. Yeah. Some street, if I'm focused, I'll clear the bracket out. Yeah, and then it's just like I go back to do what I'm doing, eating my nachos and shit. Just like <laughs> I, I've done, I don't know. I've done it since what '06, maybe '05. I've been base racing, so yep. I just it, I will promise I you this: the the worst thing I can tell you to see is when we base race. Because I mean, we have a lot of fun. We do it all the time. Mm-hmm. If David McKay decides to take his shirt off. <laughs> and you're sitting there trying to base race, and he's over there. He's over there going, yeah. While he's base racing, you, you, you just lose all cool. <laughs> and he'll do it to you. I've had people distract so me doing some funny it. stuff. That's yeah. fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but no. But, but we. But yeah, top dog. Uh, I've got. I think I'm gonna bring a pretty decent little top dog team this year. So. Well, that's awesome. I, I, I hope to be able to do the. Uh, to do, uh, you know, togetherness again with the East and West. But also, to be honest with you, I kind of want to keep it separated because that's going to give me a reason to come out to the West Coast. <laughs> yes. So, I you want to come out here and have a good time? Help. Come on. <laughs> well, I told my wife, I told my wife, I was like, you know, we've never been to Sacramento. So, I was like, you know, we may just <laughs> randomly pick a big show, this big show out there because like, I hear Surf City is like just an awesome event to show up at. Yep. So that's Nyman's you know, uh, birthday we, we weekend every year. Yeah. Mine's on the 26th and uh, I think it was Heather or somebody was on the 25th or no, it was, uh, I think Thomas O'Brien's wife. Oh, and, uh, uh, Marissa. Mar- Marissa. And we all like just had like our birthday party down on the beach having like, you know, jello shots for six years worth and then tons of alcohol and a big ass bonfire all night. <laughs> So, yeah, we we do we, we do that and call it base race for shots. Oh, that's, that uh, that's, that's what we do. Yeah, for every tenth that you lose by, that's a shot. If you break out, <laughs> oh. that's two shots. <laughs> See, my problem in Top Dog 
is at the end of 30 seconds, I always shut my stereo off. Right. <laughs> that's not good in Top that's Dog. That's my, down, that's my downfall in Top Dog. Frankie Smith, he's like the best dude I knew at it. He showed me how to do it one day, and I turned around and beat him, and then he took away my base race streak. Because I had like a year and a half, I was <laughs> nobody beat me, and then Frankie comes out of nowhere and just like, whoop, yeah. snatches that away. <laughs> Taught me how to do the Top Dog thing, and then I turned around and beat him with his own trick, which... I've never been able to master that since because I'm always programmed at the end of 30 seconds to shut the stereo off. <laughs> I'm trying to recover from that. I can't recover from it quick enough because they're already sitting at whatever number they need to be, you know, to finish the game off. And I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, no, that that's awesome. I, I'm glad to hear. I, it's very cool that uh, Chris's top or um, toys for tots turned out well. Uh, Nyman, so. Tell us a little bit about like how how much uh, have you guys collected in toys and delivered? Uh, I thought last year it was like two of those big that big trailer you guys got was overflowing twice or something. Um, yeah, I yeah. Mean, it's it's hard to explain how much all these people from Sac everybody that comes from the surrounding areas to this Reno bring, Bay Area yeah, Fresno Bakersfield like SoCal, yeah Oregon I don't know they come from all different directions. Mm -hmm. I'm like a central hub where I'm at for yeah. everybody. Yeah. And we have no noise restrictions. We could be as stupid as we want all day. And we got, we've had NASCARs out there swinging donuts. And I mean, people drag racing like mopeds versus Honda Civics down the street and shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We've, uh, John Robbie brought his monster truck down there. And yeah. I don't know. We've had all kinds of crazy we, shit. We've had there. guys shot and drove up there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we had a drive, we had a drive by shooting, like funnel into our show and shit. The kid came in there with a bullet in his back and, I don't know. That was just some drama right there. But we have all kinds of weird shit, like carjackings. These guys were so <laughs> fucked up on pills. They jumped through a fence of Campbell's soup. Oh, yeah. Crashed over a bunch of speed bumps and then hit the light pole. And they looked like the three stooges piling out of this car. Yep. And then we heard gunshots, and everybody come running back to us because the guys they carjacked the car from, or the girl, their husbands were trying to kill them. <laughs> so, hey, hey Nyman, we want the them to come over, over here. So. Oh, no, it's all good, though. <laughs> So none of, I tell everybody just stay out of everybody's problems around there, and yeah, nobody bothers us because we're a big crowd. So you know, yeah. it's like they don't want to be part of the big crowd. They're they're trying yeah, to do no, their they, own thing. The yeah. kid came. The kid came in there more or less looking for somebody to help him because his yep. buddy was like, "Okay, you're safe. Bye." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he left his just dropped there, him off and, like, and dropped, poof, he's out. He told him sit on the curb, and the paramedics and the cops will be here in a few minutes. But you know that that was a bad whole situation those kids did. So yeah, well. Yeah, they oh, kind of brought thing, it but, on themselves. You know. But other than that, nobody messes with us in there. Yeah. All my neighbors, they don't care about the bass playing at 180 decibels. They they really don't care. Yep. It's like, I don't know. It's fun because it gives it gives all of us an outlet around here to have something to do because, I don't know, since it's COVID, everybody's been just like strapped down, stuck. So we sneak shows in all the time. <laughs> you know, I tell people, if you're sick, please stay home. Yep. You know, if you're not come have fun, we'll have fun until they kick us out of here or something, you know. Yep. But we we never had nobody shut it down. Yeah, and and, and I will say um, we did uh, a couple of times we had some problems at your shop with the uh, people not cleaning up after themselves. But, like, oh, Woody, yeah, yeah. Woody McDonald, for one. I mean, that guy goes around after everybody leaves. Uh, Emiliano's Emilia, kids. All, yeah, Emiliano's yeah. kids running around like yep. little soldiers picking and, up everything. Pick up all the trash. And, and But in we general. We people that do. Yeah. Like, Lucky hosted his show. Lucky stood around just. Yep. He made sure everything was clean before he left. He's like, yep. 
He's like, what's it look like? I was like, hey, bro, it looks clean. You know, it's all good. Yep. I mean, so and, I but like, in general, the, the competitors we have out there are really good guys, and they're really trying to clean oh, yeah, up, right. and they pick up after themselves. And, you know. We just got a few people who are lazy. They get, yeah. you know, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got a little cleanup no. crew at the end usually, so. Yeah. It's all good. That doesn't excuse anybody from fun, cleaning up. Right. So. But as long as everybody had fun, that's all I really care about, you know, at the end of the day. Yep. Because that's all I want to do is go out there and try to, like, pace race and, I don't know. I don't really demo. I'm not that, I'm not right. a demo person, really. So, yep. I just go out there and base race. Or I like, you know, jumping in other people's cars and base racing against them with somebody else's car. So, yep. that totally throws me out of my element all the time. And I do pretty good sometimes. Mm hmm. Uh, like I won finals like in somebody else's car. Say again, Chris. I won. I won finals in somebody else's car. Oh, there you go. My my 149.9 car that I ran was actually a car I used to own that Matt that Matt uh, that Matt Holleran now owns, and he volunteered to let me use the car because I didn't want to run against you know the thir our 39.9 competitors and our 29.9 competitors. So I uh, made the decision to uh, – he let me borrow it, and I went at it. And that's why you were going uh -huh. against Jimbo, right? Uh -huh. Oh, no, was he 59? No, he 59. We talked to Jim, – Jimbo and I had a conversation when we got to finals. And because we felt – and I told him, I was like, dude, you got robbed that one year you came down. Flat out got robbed. Okay. So, uh, so I was like, dude, you just need to take that 59 and just run with it. Because I ran against him. I didn't care. Right. So, but, you know, I just thought that he deserved that 59-9 ring. He had it won. You know, it was, you know, he it got stolen from him that year. Well, he, so, he, so uh, we were all there. he didn't uh, get the top dog world champion ring. He said I was a little distracting. So, because he wasn't used to, I mean, my arms are flailing and rah, 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 go and go. And, you know, I'm, I'm really trying to get people hyped. And he said that was a little distracting. <laughs> I have to teach, I teach all my guys. I'm like, guys, you got to have tunnel vision. Because my yep. first year at finals, I pull up, I'm excited, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to qualify for my 129.9 class. And who's right beside me qualifying? Gary freaking Killian. That's fine. So, uh, I, can't even, I can't even hear my car playing. <laughs> Broke out over a 29. Yeah, qualified at a 130.1. I'm like, okay, I got to get this tunnel vision stuff right. And so, you know, and I, and I teach all my guys. I'm like, I don't care what's going on around you. You got to be able to focus. So You got you to no. be able to tune everybody out of the whole scenario and just focus completely. Like – for instance, me and Gary Killian, we used to go at it. I'd have my little 212s against whatever he had in that excursion. All the, he's, I've seen it go through a bunch of systems all the way up to that big one. <laughs> and he'd screw me over at the last second while I'm trying to qualify in 29.9. He would just rail on that thing and shake my car so bad, it would pop it straight in the 30 class. And he'd look over and yep. laugh at me, and I'm just like... <laughs> but Yeah, yeah he, he's a nice he used guy, to call so he me the like <laughs> yeah, yeah, he laughed about that, but the, the, you know, there was one year he was in the Pee Wee class because he was. That's right, with this little, little Prius. Prius he had. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, hey guys, hey, we're, hey. 
Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Doug. Oh, I was going to say we're running up on the hour right now. That went by pretty quickly. You guys did a great job. I, I appreciate what you guys did. Um, so I got to hit you guys with our normal question we end these things with. Chris, uh, what's your definition of a base head? Um, I guess the definition of a base head is going to be someone who enjoys, um, simply put, the music that a, you know, a car can produce enjoys the lifestyle, enjoys just simply put having fun with what you can build in a car. That's how I look at it. Yeah, that's reasonable. Uh, okay, Nyman, what's yours? Definition of a base head, sir. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I've been doing it since I was 10 years old, so <laughs> it's just like, I don't know. I just like to hear everything loud. You know what I mean? I love it loud. I like shaking people at the intersection, getting reactions out of everybody sometimes. It could be good. It could be bad. It could be violent. <laughs> Some people get a little crazy, but yeah. I don't know. I've always liked to hear that music loud with everybody. And if you play the right music towards people, they'll start. They'll like, oh, okay. It's not just what you're playing. Yep. I don't know. Yep. So I've always loved that. It. It's not white. It's not black. It's not. It's all. Everybody comes together when it comes to music. Yep. You know, I mean, we all have a good time, and that's the best part about me being a bass head. Is not. I don't know. Yep. Everybody in the world likes doing it. And, and you would never be involved with a lot of these people that you meet at the shows if it wasn't for I've made so many people become you know. friends through my shop, my parking lot. Just, yep. You wouldn't yep. put you would never put together on a street on a daily basis ever in their life. They all yep. became, you know, became friends there. Yep. And I, I love yep. to see that because it's like you have to come to my shows to understand it, but everybody there just gets along and it's from all different walks of life to family people to I, you know, you can think to the worst of the best, you know what I mean? But they all drop their dogs and they come in there and just have a good time and they don't do nothing but blow up their stereos and just have a, you know what I mean? They just get down in there. I like it. I've seen people catch some things on fire in there and that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been you know? the, I've been the best man at two weddings for people I met doing car stereo. I've been in a I wedding mean, for one get chemo. Okay. Um, Reno. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, at World Finals one year, we had uh, Marissa O'Brien and yeah. Thomas uh, propose to them each other uh, right after Gary and uh, and Leslie proposed. Yeah. So that was awesome. That was one of my favorite moments at World Finals. We did a lot of planning. I had Leslie was so pissed at me. I kept sending her to the store, sending her to the store, and we're making everybody do all these things to help, uh, you know, to help do all this um, setup. And, hey, man, we're going to do this, and you guys need to do this. And so we had the whole crowd involved. It was, it was a really cool moment. That was fun. Dude, but she was pissed. I kept sending her to the store. <laughs> so, But she kept doing it. And uh, It was great seeing them at World Finals this year. Yes. I haven't seen them two in a long time. No, I they – like, yep. Me and yeah. Killian go way back, so it's like yeah. it was good seeing him after he went to Kentucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he really enjoyed coming out here and meeting people. He would have much. Yeah, he he really, really loved cooking for everybody. But he would have. He, I mean, not that he would have preferred it, but he would have loved to have been hanging out with you guys also. Um, and he would have oh, hung yeah. out with you guys beforehand, but the problem was, you know, he got stuck on the with the snow trying to get over the hill, and it totally screwed Just up his time. Yeah, so that's what screwed up for him. But hopefully, um, World Finals 2022 will be I back. I took him to Jim Boy's Tacos when he snuck out here with a semi like a few weeks before World Finals. Oh, so yeah. I met him in Elk Grove. 
I snuck him over to Jim Boys real quick and fed him and then sent him back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Chris, uh, anything right, you new coming up? Anything else you want to do real quick? Uh, you want to let us know about it? Well, we've got, we're doing our, um, I don't know what y'all do out there, but we do cash days all the time. And uh, oh, it's just like, I like kinda, yeah. Yeah, what we do is we do a $50 buy in each competitor. $129.9 is the class. Winner takes the pot. Uh, we're actually going to be expanding that this year to also do $139.9. Uh, we do these events locally, small base race only events. So, and uh, we're looking to expand this year. Um, Hopefully, you're going to have a couple more 2Xs. Usually, That's I do about two or three a year. We're going to do hopefully about five or six. Yeah, it's a it's a real good time, Brian. I mean, we just all get together. Sometimes at people, sometimes at a person's house, you know, cook some food up, and then we go base race. Oh, hell yeah. So, uh, that's, <laughs> our, that's our big thing out here is cash days. We love doing it. Um, you know, we'll have people come in from all over the place to do it. It's just a lot of fun. Okay, hey, I just want to hit real quick Rob Collar, his event. He had 29 people attend. I don't know how many entries that in, uh, translated to, but he had 29 people. He had four boxes of toys, and uh, which equaled oh, yeah. over 100 toys that he had to give out for the Toys for Tots. So that was That's his awesome. last weekend. Yeah, they had so. a good turnout. Yes, they did. Yeah, they brought in four new base bracers, Daryl said. Daryl Crowley, uh -huh. he was, me and him were talking about it. He was like, they brought in four new toys. Oops. Did we lose you, Chris? Nyman. He went he went sideways. Yep. His phone got all oops. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> so uh anyway, uh Nyman, uh what's going on with you and tell us your information real quick about your event and what's coming up. Uh you know, everything's on Sunday. It starts at ten in the morning, you know, roll in, respect other people if they've been there already, you know, if they go up to qualify, just Please don't take their spots like that, you know. Just get there early, you know, early bird, you know. Come help us set up if you can. We always can appreciate the hands to help, you know. Yep. And uh, there's going to be all kinds of stuff going on there. You know, I got my friend uh, Harvey Williams bringing his race car and stuff. So, and his other, they got like these funny cars. So, these things are super fast. I don't know. We got like, uh, you know, we you know we do. We got all kinds of different things going on in there. So, it's like old school cars, food. I don't know. Yep. More or less. Yep. So everything starts at 10. More or less bring a $20 toy for your entry fee. Go show it to Doug. And then go put it in the box after that, you know. Oh. How did that uh, – how did – oh, you have time still or no? Um. Yeah, I do. I just uh, – uh, yeah, go ahead. Trying to see how Ray's, how Ray's Toys for Tot went. Uh, to be honest, I don't know. I saw he had like 57 entries or something like that. Um, hold on, wait a second. I got to switch us around because this is bothering me. <laughs> All right, you're like a big old screen with some subwoofers on one side. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. I got it switched around so it looks right on the uh, on the on the screen. Chris, uh, Chris Gregory, we lost him, uh, but that's okay. He's still in the chat and he can see us. Hey, thank you for coming in, Chris. I really appreciate yeah, you. Really I'll call you when I'm done with this. Um, Nyman, uh, real quick, Sunday we're gonna be at your shop. That's like a 10 a.m. start. We're hopefully gonna do brackets by noon. Let's. Uh, 
let's get 75 entries, I think, is our goal. And remember, we got Top Dog. Yeah. We got Base Race. If you haven't done one of those, come and try it out. If you're new and haven't been in the area, invite somebody. Come down and compete. It's just going to be a toy. We aren't going to win trophies. Uh, it's a good way to get new people involved with this, and they're never going to just say, hey, well, I don't want to – Tell them it's for a good cause, need, and you get them out If you need help, there's a lot of people there that can help out, you know, teach people the yep. different classes. Yep. Like, I know base race really well. I don't know Top Dog. I know DB Drag, you know. I mean, that's just big bucks because that's all it is. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah. There's tons of people in this parking lot that will help you and explain the classes to you and, te you know, yep. run, it, run through it with yep. you. And, and just remember. So if, don't feel ashamed to ask. You know what I mean? Nope. Just ask. And people, nope. they're willing to give you demos. They're willing to blow their stereos up to give you a demo. <laughs> you know, they don't realize what they're doing at the time. But <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and also remember, uh, if everybody brings one person new to a show, we double in our participation. Yeah. That, you know, pretty we double simple. the kids that get to play with new toys. That's right. Sure, I know? mean, it's a great cause. A great thing's happening. Um, it's... Yeah, like I said, I, I can't speak to it's how the best time of the year for me is. giving back. You know what I mean? Because yep. I, I do a lot all year long, but to give back, this is fun. And I, I don't do it by myself. It takes everybody oh, yeah. in car audio. It's, so this is everybody helping, not just me, my family, or Doug. Yep. It's everybody that puts in on this, makes this happen for us, you know? So okay. I think it's awesome. The best feeling I could have. <laughs> next to my Nova, <laughs> next to my Nova almost painted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, guys, uh, once again, thank you for joining us on This Week in Car Audio. Hopefully our buddy uh, Lucky McGovern's going to be back again next week. Uh, I hope everything's okay with him. I haven't been able to get a hold of him today, and yesterday I got a hold of him for just a quick minute. Um, so hopefully if you guys are talking to yeah, Lucky or whatever, if whatever's going on with him right now, um, reach out to him. Tell him, hey, dude, you know, we're thinking about you. Let's get this, you know, get him squared back where he's going to be. I'm sure he'll be there this weekend. Uh, thank you to D Brian Nyman. Thank you to Chris Gregory for popping in here and talking about your events today. Um, and remember, hey, bring a toy, unwrap $20. Don't be cheap. Not that the guys out here ever are, but I'm letting you know. Don't be cheap because we'll all Don't make fun of you. dollar store shit. That's right. We will clown you over some dollar store shit. That's you right. Better buy the whole fucking, you better buy the whole store to give to that kid. Yep. And, and bring a couple hundred dollars <laughs> to get in the raffle. Uh, the raffle's yeah. big deal. Uh, so make sure you guys bring your things. There's car audio. There's all kinds of mixtures. Yep. Bicycles, stuff for kids, um, adults, you know. Yep. You it's guys will time. see um, uh, Mel uh, Melissa Johnson and Bill Johnson. They'll be there with Max. Oh, yeah. So they Max, always come so, with the dog. Yep. The dogs will be there. Uh, so That's my buddy. Uh, so. It's a puppy. That's right. He's That's a good dog, too. That's a good dog. Yeah, that is a well-trained dog right there. I mean, it is. he got the award for being a good dog. <laughs> but, I can't say that. No. <laughs> all right, guys. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Tune in uh, if you guys want to give uh, tips to the host, host is at Venmo oh. at SonicFX and Cash App dollar sign SonicFX. Go ahead, Nyman. DC Audio did donate some little six and a half inch subs also for the raffle too. Okay, cool. Um, oh, can't, yeah. can't forget I that. Forgot about that. But yes, if you guys uh, like the content here, smash the like button, smash the shares, uh, whatever. Hey. And like I said, you're always welcome to uh, tip the host, as Lucky likes to say. No hundred dollars is too small. And oh. uh, so, um, once again, hey, thank you guys for tuning in. And we'll be back again next Monday at 6 p.m. California time, the only time that really matters. Uh, but thank Down you guys for pound. being here. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and we will see you guys next week. Whoa, whoa.